Join us as we visit the place in the desert the stars just love to live. Hello, I'm Gary Bembridge and this is Tips for Travellers, the global travel destination podcast. My travel reviews and recommendations based on the first-hand experiences I gain from the up to two to three times a month I travel all over the world. To find out more, you can visit the website at tipsfortravellers.com or mytravelreviews.com where you'll find links, show notes, how to subscribe, individual episodes and many photo and video galleries. It's now time for this episode of Tips for Travellers. There are a few places in the United States that are wildly popular and yet seem just quite bizarre. One of these is Las Vegas, which is a large glistening neon light in the middle of the desert, and the other is Palm Springs. This city also sits in the desert around 270 miles from Las Vegas. It is sizzling hot in summer and used to be a major magnet for all the big stars, and many still have homes here. It now seems to be a mixture of retired people with Hollywood connections and gay men and women. The latter counting for, based on which source you read, between 35% and 50% of the permanent population of around 50,000. But despite its quirky history, the city does have a great appeal and is massively popular in the winter months as a warm place to escape to, a major pull being that it is just 100 miles from Los Angeles. That fact was a major reason why Palm Springs took off as a vacation resort. It became the playground of choice for Hollywood stars and celebrities. As in the days of the studio system, stars contracted to the studios were not contractually allowed to be further than 100 miles away from Los Angeles, the distance that Palm Springs conveniently is away from Los Angeles. This led to the city becoming a star-studded place, with every major star through the 1940s into the 1970s either visiting here regularly or owning property here. This legacy can also be seen in many of the streets named after stars like Diana Shaw, Kirk Douglas, Bob Hope, and even President Gerald Ford, who also has a home here. Everyone from Marilyn Monroe through to Frank Sinatra had homes here. The city went into decline and recession, though, in the late 1970s and 1980s, as the younger generation of stars and easy air travel led to much more diverse choices. The city eventually came back into resurgence when developers started to create and promote the city as a retirement centre, and inexplicably, it also took off with gay men and women. It also became popular for golfing breaks, as it has zillions of golf clubs, and also started to attract conventions and events. This tradition is still an important source of visits and boosts the local economy, as events like Miss Teen USA 2006 took place in the city. The city now looks prosperous and is immaculately maintained. It's incredibly clean and tidy everywhere. The streets are wide, with lush green sidewalks and huge palm trees. One thing that adds to the beauty of the city is its unique architecture. As the city boomed through the middle of the last century and its population were affluent and had style, the city is full of of middle-of-the-last-century buildings and houses. They seem to have ensured that most are intact, and reading in the papers and guides, it seems the city has strong rules to ensure buildings are not bulldozed down and the look is maintained. This makes for a very different and distinctive look for the city, and I hope they keep that. There are no tall buildings and 
lots and lots of very distinctive, great-looking buildings. The shopping restaurants, of which there are many, are all centered in one area on Palm Canyon Drive. This area is very lively in the evenings, even out of season, which is the summer months, when temperatures set up to 110 degrees in the day and only falls about 30 or so degrees at night. That is from about 27 to 40 degrees in Celsius. It is clear that there is a season, and that runs from about November and peaks from January to May. The drive from Los Angeles to Palm Springs is not very appealing, although the road network is good and being improved. There's not a lot to see until you get close to the city and you encounter the first of the large Indian-owned casinos that have sprung up. And after miles of nothing, this huge skyscraper suddenly appears and looks quite odd in the middle of nowhere. Then just after that, you come across this massive wind farm. It's huge, and people start driving noticeably more erratically as they stare at these huge turbines. This part of the area seems to channel wind through a particular area, and, and hence the farm. So, here are my tips for people thinking or planning a trip to Palm Springs in California. The first tip is, the best time to visit is the season, unless you like it very hot. The season is winter, and the peak time runs from January through to May. Prices this time ramp up, with hotels costing significantly more, and I suspect other things do as well. It is very hot in summer, with a maximum of around 20 degrees, 26 degrees Celsius, and up to about 40 degrees and above. That's up to about 110 Fahrenheit. It is, though, a very dry heat, and so although sizzling, it's, it's actually not too uncomfortable. The season does, though, have the advantage that the place will buzz, and there is much, much more going on. Um, as shows and artists come and visit the city. One show worth making sure you get to if you are there in the season is the famous Palm Springs Follies. This is a three-hour show which runs from November to May and every single performer is aged from 53 to 83 and has very well-known guest artists. So I'm guessing this is kind of the retirement group with Hollywood connections that now live in the city. My second tip is that guest houses are the best places to stay. Now, these can be found either through searching on the Internet, through Google or something like that, or visiting the many sites on Palm Springs. It's quite remarkable just how many sites there are on the city, almost more, it seems, than the major cities. The other good place to look is on TripAdvisor.com, which is how I actually find the movie Colony Hotel, where, where I stayed. The advantage of using a site like TripAdvisor.com is that you can check the reviews and see visitor pictures to check the place is of the standard you want, as there is a huge variance in quality. There is an official palm rating system that is given to guest houses, and so you can check these when looking for a guest house. Another reason to check carefully is there are a lot of gay and lesbian guest houses, and some of them even cater for specialist interests, if I might put it that way. There are over 40 gay guest houses, and you don't want to find yourself arriving at the leather and rubber special interests gay guest house with your grandmother and and kids. When looking at prices, remember that most of the guest houses include breakfasts, parking, wireless internet access, and evening drinks. And so they offer a very good deal versus hotels, because you get your breakfast, your parking, your wireless internet access, uh, swimming, and etc., and evening drinks. My third tip is have a car. You really do need a car to get around, as you'll find cabs actually very expensive and not that plentiful. And there is a very, very limited public transport system. It is also very hot, particularly if you're there in the summer. And although the main shopping and eating areas are fairly concentrated, it can just be too hot to walk too far. 
Now, listening to people who did not have a car, they seem to spend as much um, in cabs as it would have cost them to hire a car by the time they added up getting to and from the airport and getting to and from some of the attractions. So that's my third tip. My fourth tip is do the celebrity tour. With over 500 celebrities having called Palm Springs home, there are a lot of stories and houses where they lived or still live to see. The best tour is called, not surprisingly, Celebrity Tours, and it started in 1963. They have a two-and-a-half-hour tour and a one-hour tour, which goes twice a day, and details can be found at celebrity-tours.com. That's celebrity-tours.com. Now, they take you to about about 100 celebrity homes on the one-hour tour and double that on the longer tour, so you just get a sense of how, you know, celebrity-based Palm Springs is. It's a good tour I also recommend to do early on in your visit as you not only get a good feel for the city and the layout, but also for the history and the glamour that made Palm Springs what it is. And that's a very important part of understanding Palm Springs and what what makes it tick. My fifth tip is to go up the Palm Springs Aerial Tramway. Now, this is a very long cable car that rises over 6,000 feet to give you a stunning view of the valley which Palm Springs is in. Now, the cable cars are apparently the world's largest and take 80 people at a time, and it runs about every half an hour, one going up and one coming down. At the top, you're in the Mount San Jacinto State Park. I hope I pronounced that correctly. And you can actually go hiking up there. There's a restaurant up there with terrible food, by the way. Um, There's actually like a buffet and what they call a fine dining, but the food's awful. The temperature at the top is always around 30 degrees Fahrenheit lower than it is down in the valley. And so even if it's scorching down in Palm Springs, most people will take something warm to wear just in case. At the top, it's actually alpine-like. There's a whole kind of alpine um, trees and all this kind of stuff. And actually in winter, you can actually go cross-country skiing. And you can get more details at pstramway.com. That's pstramway.com. My sixth tip for Palm Springs is try and be there on a Thursday and visit the evening fair. There's a street fair that seems to be something of long-standing tradition when the main shopping area, Palm Canyon, gets closed off sort of late afternoon and up to 170 independent stallholders set up all sorts of food, art, jewellery and trinkets and that runs until 10 o'clock at night and the fair gets absolutely packed. It's very popular with both the locals and also with visitors. It seems to be a real kind of uh, beginning of the weekend and it's very buzzy. Personally, I'm not sure that actually there's that much great stuff on sale in, in the stores. It's fairly predictable. But it is really good fun. It's worth visiting. There's lots going on, and it's very buzzy. And the city itself comes alive from Thursday through to Sunday when the California Californian weekend has arrived. So I think Thursday is kind of the beginning of, of, of the weekend, if you like. My seventh tip is that Palm Springs Air Museum is well worth a visit. Now, this is situated at the airport on Gene Autry Trail, Again, you see one of those Hollywood names. And it's well worth a visit. This immaculately maintained museum is dedicated to the Second World War, with one large hangar focusing on the Pacific and one on Europe. They have a great collection of planes and cars from the era. And the museum itself is staffed by volunteers, many who themselves were involved in the Second World War, actively involved in the Second World War. And so they're not only welcoming, but they have many personal stories and anecdotes about the planes and the museum. Many of the planes are still in airworthy condition and were used in things like the Pearl Harbor movie. Now, you can find more about it at palmspringsairmuseum.org, palmspringsairmuseum.org. And actually, on on the photo galleries, I have um, piles of pictures and, and stuff, and I'll talk about that a little bit later. Tip number eight is, if you can pull yourself away from lying by the pool, try the tour of the wind farm. I mentioned the wind farm in in the earlier introduction. Now, the wind farm itself was built in the 1980s, and the tour itself takes you around the farm and to a power station and and tells you all about why and how the farm was built. Now, the 
the, the, tour can, the tour itself can be your hit of education while soaking up the sun in the sort of more trashy world of the celebrity. Now, it is very interesting, and, and the wind farm is quite staggeringly huge. It's, it's really quite something. And you can find more about the wind farm tour at bestofthebesttours.com, bestofthebesttours.com. That's all one long sentence. And my ninth tip is the Palm Springs Art Museum has some great art, art worth checking out. Now, the museum is, is in a very attractive mid-century style building and has mostly 20th century modern and contemporary art with some Indian art. They're usually touring exhibitions there as well. It's right in the center of Palm Springs in the very easy-to-identify museum drive, which is just off Palm Canyon. Now, check out the people watching some of the paintings. As you'll find, they're not people in their artwork themselves watching artworks, but the Palm Springs Air, the Palm Springs Springs Art Museum is, is, has some great arts worth checking out. It's right in the centre, and if you are when it's really hot, it's also a good place to just escape into some cool. My final tip and my tenth tip is if you can cope with the heat, get out and enjoy some of the outdoor fun too. There are many great outdoor activities like Knott's Soak City Water Park with the new and very thrilling Pacific Spin Ride, which is just fantastic. Um, there's more golf clubs than you can possibly imagine, and then there's also tours out into Joshua Tree Park and the Indian Canyons. So try and enjoy some of the outdoor outdoor fun as well. So that's my tips for Palm Springs, just to recap those. The best time to visit is the season, which is kind of winter, unless you like it very hot. Um, bear in mind the prices are more expensive in the season. Stay in a guest house. They are the best places to stay, but make sure you check out which one you're staying at so you don't end up at um, one of the wrong ones, for example, and they do have that Palm rating system to help. You'll kind of need a card. It's very expensive to get around and quite difficult by cabs. Do the celebrity tour and do it very early on because it gives you a really good sense of the layout of the city, the history of the city. Go up the Palm Springs Aerial Tramway, you get a stunning view and it's just really quite something. Try and be there on a Thursday and visit the evening fair. It's kind of when the weekend all kicks off and everything happens and it's uh, really good, good fun. The Palm Springs Air Museum as well, worth a visit. Try and if you get, want to get away from the pool to the tour of the wind farm, the Palm Springs Art Museum is worth checking out. And if you can cope with the heat, there's not Cirque City, there's golf, and there's tours into the Joshua Tree Park and Indian Canyons. Now, you can see many, many pictures of Palm Springs, and you can get to those either by visiting um, the website at tipsfortravelers.com, with travelers against belt with two L's, or you can visit, if you're a MySpace user, or even if you're not, you can visit myspace.com slash tipsfortravelers. Again, that's travelers spelt with two L's. And also you can uh, check out my blog, which uh, there's a link on the site um, and on that page, or uh, just sign up at um, blogs.myspace.com slash tipsfortravelers. Until next time, happy travels. You've been listening to Tips for Travellers, the global travel destination podcast with Gary Bembridge. To find out more, visit the Tips for Travellers website at tipsfortravellers.com. That's all one word and spelt the UK way with two L's. That's tipsfortravellers.com or mytravelreviews.com. There you'll find contact details, links and much, much more. If you want to subscribe to the podcast, search on iTunes or Yahoo Podcasts for Tips for Travellers.